Welcome to The Movement with your host, Shannon D. Hughes. In your life, do you celebrate the downfalls along with the peaks? You should. These define you as the person you are and help you learn your way to personal success. Now, here is the host of The Movement, Shannon D. Hughes. There are exactly 34 days left in 2018, and I hope if you are not standing still, you are actually making some movements. And until then, welcome to The Movement. I am your host, Shannon D. Hughes, and welcoming back into The Movement. We are live here every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel. Uh, let's talk, uh, let's give out the connections to how you can get to the reach. Contact the show, 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine five. That's eight six six four seven two five seven nine five. International zero zero one four eight zero three nine eight fourteen zero five. If you have any questions for my wonderful and talented and powerful guests, who I'll bring you in in a few moments. If you don't want to talk to me, you can email the show at Shannon Shannon at Shannon Hughes dash the movement dot com. That's Shannon at Shannon Hughes dash the movement dot com. We look forward to reading your emails as well, and I hope everybody had a wonderful Thanksgiving as well. Networking is what it's all about, and when I tell you this wonderful woman that I'm bringing on today, she is the queen of that as well. She is the CEO of Network Together. It is the largest non-franchise and independently owned business networking organization in Arizona. She is a promotional and barking genius and engages her audience by print, digital promotion, or public speaking. She is just a dynamic person, and I'll actually give you, a, give you the audience a little bit of a backstory with me and her in just a second, so let me bring her in. Sean Jones, welcome to the movement. How are you? I am doing great, Shannon. Thank you so much for having me on your show today. Thank you, Shawnee. This was uh, this has been a long time coming in, so let me just pull the curtain back just a little bit. I got to meet Sean. Sean, I want to say it was June when we met back in back in your neck of the woods back there in Arizona, which is where the Voice America Studios is. And you and I got to meet at a networking event and got to rub elbows a little bit. And I soaked up a lot of knowledge there. And you were one of the people in that room that really just knocked me off my feet and definitely wanted to get you on. So uh, I appreciate you giving me, giving me and the Movement Nation some time today. So even though we were talking business in Arizona, Let's go back a little bit, just which I like to do with all of my guests on. So let's talk, give the the, uh, the movement nation a little bit of your backstory. Tell us about where you grew up in your childhood, and let's spin, spin it forward. Okay. Well, um, I I'm actually originally from Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas, oh. Nevada. Third generation native. Mm-hmm. Uh, not too many of us out there. <laughs> and I moved to Arizona about. Oh gosh, I want to say it's 13, 14 years now. So I just okay. traded one desert in for another. Wow. <laughs> one desert for another. Okay. And what was it like growing up in, in Vegas? Tell me, like, now I actually have family there now, but what was it like growing up there in your childhood in Vegas? Well, growing up back then was so much different. People actually took time to get to know one another and their neighbors. There's a lot of history. And um, my dad's godfather was the founder of the first phone company way back in the day. So my father mm. and aunt both and my grandfather all have retired from the phone company and have gone through the many changes. 
there's a lot to do in Vegas outside of just the casinos. But it's so funny. Um, when I was growing up, especially when I hit my teens and 20s, people would say, oh, where are you from? And I'd say, oh, Las Vegas. First words were, did you work in one of the strip clubs or were you one of the showgirls? <laughs> it's like we have other industries. <laughs> and I have two left feet. Wow. So. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, Vegas and that Sin City reputation. I tell you, that's <laughs> wow, that's interesting. <laughs> so, so, so tell yes. me about so, so tell me so tell me about 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 your parents. Do you have any brothers and sisters? Uh, what was it like uh, with your childhood? Okay, so my parents were married for about seventeen years, um, mm-hmm. and they did divorce. So when I was about thirteen, I have one brother. Mm-hmm who's about three years younger than me. I have an older mm-hmm. sister, but she had passed away um, before I was born. So I'm technically mm-hmm. a middle child, but grew up as the first child. Gotcha. And uh, after my parents divorced, uh, my mom did not mm-hmm. remarry, actually, until this mm-hmm. year. So we're going back a long, long time. And mm-hmm. so she was a single mom, and it was her and I. And then my brother and I was responsible um, for helping to raise my brother after the divorce and mm-hmm. uh, grabbed my mom's hand. And that's where I got my start, my real start in my profession, which is being a, an entrepreneur. Okay. Okay. Well, we're going to get to that in a second. So let's talk about the D word for a second, divorce. Now, we've actually had a couple people on the show talking about it and some of them dealt with it a lot of them dealt with it as as children when mom and dad divorced what was do you remember what your reaction was like what was that adjustment like as a kid uh, dealing with mom and dad being divorced well for me I actually heard the words come from my mom's mouth I want a divorce And I will never forget that morning. It was a Sunday morning. It was first thing. And we had a two-story home. But the way the bedroom was, I could hear if they were in the kitchen down below. And Mm -hmm. my parents um, had had lots of struggles. My dad was very um, abusive when Mm -hmm. I was growing up. I I got the physical side. My mom and my brother got a lot of the the verbal. Um, Mostly my Mm -hmm. brother got the verbal. Um, My mom, she did receive some physical. I only heard it but didn't see it. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, even though I knew my dad was not a good person, just hearing Mm -hmm. my mom say, I want a divorce, I felt like she tore the family apart, and I was angry about it. I was angry at her, and I was angry at my father, and it was just in that that brink of that those few little words. It was like, wow, everything changed. Dad moved out, wow. and mm-hmm. we wound up having to sell the house, and what was interesting is I was 13 years old, and I remember my mom saying, Sean, I'm working in real estate, and you need to, we got to, we have to sell the house. We have to downsize. You decide at 13 what we need to keep and what we need to get rid of. Wow. Wow. And that was a lot. That that had to be, yeah, that had to be like, mom, are you kidding? Like at 13, you're what? You're about to get your first temple. You're going to go into high school in a little while. And your mom is saying, you tell us what we need to keep and get rid of. That had to be a shock to the system. It was. It was. I, I was always raised um, 
to be more independent. So I was okay with Mm -hmm. that. But at the same time, I found that I had a struggle. And one way I still felt like I was a kid, but on the other hand, it was instant adult. Right. And I always kind of struggled back and forth with it. But looking back and seeing where I'm at now, it was good. It was a, it was a, it was the best decision for our family for her to Mm -hmm. divorce my dad, uh, which I Mm -hmm. don't have a relationship with my father to this day. Um, and just, you really have a different perspective. Um, you know, I, I am also divorced, um, remarried, but, mm-hmm. uh, so I have kids that are from a previous relationship and we co-parent. When I look at how my parents co-parented through that divorce versus my situation, completely different. My dad was the type that divorce meant that you don't only divorce your spouse, but you also divorce the right. kids. And that was right. Wow. Wow, Sean Jones is my guest today here on The Movement. we got about two minutes before the break. Uh, let me ask you real quick about your brother. When the divorce was going on, how did, how did, was there any strain of relationship between you and your brother? Did you kind of just go with the flow? Can you kind of take us into that a little bit? Yeah, my brother um, actually has a mirrored personality of my father, and he turned mm-hmm. to drugs and alcohol. Oh, and was that immediate? Was it a little bit after divorce? Can you do you remember how that when that started to kind of play in? Did, was it soon yeah, as the, um, the work, he divorce hit getting, the fan? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he started um, getting in trouble for gambling at school. Now keep in mind, he was three years behind me. And then when wow. he got into junior high and high school, that's when the drugs and the alcohol started kicking in. It was like it was a progression of just a spiral. He was out of control. Oh my goodness. And, and I'm sure your mom was aware of it. What was her, I don't know, I won't say reaction to it. Was she kind of, she had a lot to juggle. She has two kids. She just got recently divorced. Downside of, what was your mom's kind of, I guess, mental state when he was going through his uh, issues? She dealt with everything that, that came at her and she had a rule mm-hmm. of thumb. Um, just don't get arrested. That right. was her thing. She right. wanted to make sure he didn't go to jail and <laughs> right. and everything else would work its way out. That sounds like my parents. My parents, I was more afraid of my parents, Sean, than I was of the police. My parents said, you go to jail, you better stay there. So that's that sounds like what that's like. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, we are talking with my friend, Sean Jones, uh, the CEO of Network Together, uh, here on The Moment, 866 866- Four seven two five seven nine five. You want to call in and ask a question or leave a comment for the show? You can also email the show Shannon at Shannon D Hughes dash the Movement dot com. International zero zero one four eight zero three nine eight fourteen zero five. Sean, we are about thirty seconds away from the break, so let's let's do what they say. Give a radio tease for the audience. When we come back. Let's talk about a little bit more. I know we t- talked about this first thing about the divorce a little bit. I want to talk a little bit more about you and what you remember okay. about you know being, you know, with, with that and everything before the divorce and how you were dealing with it as the divorce was, was kind of crystallizing in front of you and the rest of the family and where you kind of went with how your emotions and how you dealt with them as a 13-year-old girl dealing with that. I can't even imagine. So when we come back, we will talk to Sean Jones, uh, CEO's Network Together here on The Movement, again, every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific here on Voice America on the Influencers Channel. We'll be right back on the movement right after this. 
Be sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. This is the Voice America Influencers Channel. Be inspired. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. That's shannon at shannondehughes-themovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. Seven two five seven nine five is the number if you would like to call in and ask any questions to my wonderful guest, Sean Jones, CEO of Network Together. Uh, you can also call us internationally, 001-480-398-1405. Email the show, Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. That's Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes, that's the movement.com. And Sean Jones is my guest once again. And Sean, just before the break, you kind of gave us a backstory about, you know, at 13, dealing with a divorce and basically becoming an adult immediately, uh, you know, with this type of decision in your life. So I didn't ask you at the time in the first part. So let me ask you, and I hope I don't insult you by this question. When you heard mom say, I want a divorce, when you heard say mom, mom say, I want a divorce, were you, well, let me just ask, what was your 
reaction? Were you scared? Were you just shocked? Were you dumb? Can you tell us what it's like when you heard your mom say that? I was shocked because mm-hmm. you never, you, even though you hear your parents argue or have disagreements, it doesn't matter the situation. It's just that you hear those words and it's like, now what do we do? This is all I've known right. is having a family unit, mom, right. dad, brother, sister, and you know, your, your animals. <laughs> right. What does this look like? <laughs> right. And, and it was really tough because followed by my mom saying uh, that she wants that divorce, I hear my dad saying to her, well, without me, you're going to be standing in a welfare line. Oh. And it was very strong because my dad had a viewpoint that women um, are to be basically barefoot, pregnant, we take care of the house, Mm -hmm. and that's exactly where we're supposed to be. And Mm. my mom, when she knew that the the marriage was turning, she was, she had started going to college and then she just knew she couldn't last any longer in the marriage. So she had what triggered the final argument was when she told my dad she was going to go to real estate school and become a real estate agent. And Uh that's when I, it was like the straw that broke the camel's back. And so I can remember my dad just telling her that you're going to be standing in that welfare line and he left, he walked out, stormed out of the house. He was in the garage and he, he left and I came downstairs and I go inside the garage and I looked at my mom and of course she's crying and uh-huh. I was upset and, and uh, she said what had happened, which I had heard. And I, I remember holding her hand, I grabbed her hand and I looked at her and I said, that's okay, mom, we can do this. And it was right uh-huh. there that I knew that she needed help and that we had to be stronger than ever. And that was a lot (laughs) at 13. Wow. Wow. Um, Did you, and I don't, I think I know the answer, but I'm going to obviously let you answer it. Did you ever have a one-on-one with dad? Like, dad, why are you leaving? I know you heard the arguments, but did that conversation ever take place? And if it didn't, were you looking to have one with him? Oh, gosh. That's actually an excellent question. And my dad came over a few times and he just was not, he, it was like he was emotionally withdrawn. He was doing mm-hmm. the motions of, Oh, I got to, I have to see my kids. It was more like a chore than it was. Oh. I miss them. I want to be with them. Mm-hmm. And I remember I tried talking to him and he basically insinuated, well, you're like your mom. And that's why he was stepping back. And we had an exchange of words. I remember slamming his car door. He had a brand new truck at the time and the car window was vibrating. I slammed it so hard because I was angry. Mm. And so a few years had went by and I tried to reach out to him. And I thought, well, you know, as I'm, as I'm getting older, I'm maturing. Like, you know, I'm not so much a, a hothead anymore. And every time I reached out, it was like he, he would go through the motions, but there wasn't the emotion behind it. And then um, finally, when I was in my early, early 20s, I wrote mm-hmm. a really long, lengthy letter because I had gone through the rest of my childhood myself. My grandmother on that side, she pulled away 
And I didn't mm. understand why the whole family cut us off. You know, in my eyes, we're kids. We're just the product right. of the divorce. You know, they were at least at one time happy, love, and we were very much planned. <laughs> so it didn't make right. sense. And I wrote a lengthy letter and I addressed it to my dad, but I also talked about my aunt and my grandma. And when I wrote the letter, it was from a position of how I felt, but then I changed the tone and talked to each one specifically as if they were standing right there. And that was a cleansing moment. That was when I said, okay, I feel better. All that anger that I had towards my dad and his family it mm-hmm. left when I sent that letter through the mail. And um, then fast forward, I had my my son when I was in my 30s. And I thought, okay, mm-hmm. you know, by this time, t- over 10 years has passed. And I thought, I'll reach back out to my dad. Maybe by me having the first grandchild in the family, maybe that might change right. everybody's perspective. Right. Maybe that's the olive branch. Mm-hmm. And so I tried a few times, and and I just realized uh, my son was a couple of years old, and he goes up to my dad, calls him grandpa. He went to give him a hug, and my dad looks at my son and says, don't hug me. Go to your mom. No. And it was, it was that final Ugh. moment that I just mm. stood there, and I looked at everyone in the room, and I said, you know what? Do you, these aren't my issues to carry. This isn't my, right. my burden. I cannot be Ugh. in charge or in control, and I cannot take ownership of other people's actions. Right. Wow. Um, I hate hearing that. Let me ask. Um, I think um, a lot of people that I've talked to, and the, the couple people that I had on the show when we talked about divorce, I asked them this question. I'm going to ask you, did you at every point feel that was there something that Sean could have done to prevent this? Like, was there ever, did, did you ever say, man, this is my fault or what have you? And like, did you ever go to mom and say, mom, I don't, why is this happening? Did she say it's not your fault? Did Sean ever say to herself, am I, am I the no. reason or me and my brother the reason? That never crossed your mind. No, no. My, my dad, um, I always, I always equate him to an animal, like a dog that's been crossbred one too many times. If you continue breeding a dog, eventually they go crazy in the head. That was my dad. Yes. And I knew right. that early on because any man who can verbally abuse a child or his significant other and physically abuse a child to the point where mm-hmm. my mom would have to jump in between us and she would beg me to cry. Because that was a sense of control. I knew my dad was not right. Right. Wow. Um, is when, when your brother, where was he in when you were getting older? Was he, was he having issues? Did he kind of come out of it? Where was your brother in all of this, if you don't mind me asking? My brother just kind of did his own thing. He didn't mm-hmm. want to be wrapped up in any family drama. He didn't want to hear it. He just wanted to mm-hmm. do, he, it was like he put blinders on. Yeah. And he would do his own thing, um, being three years younger. You know, he was a good kid, but then he just, 
when he got into the drugs and the alcohol, his personality would drastically change. Um, uh-huh. He had the violent tendencies like my dad. And so he uh-huh. was very physical with me when I was growing up. And wow. um, he's now, you know, I can say he's clean and he's sober now. Um, yes. But it's taken Love him it. a very long journey to get there. Wow. Would would you say, even though you were, and we're a couple of minutes against the break, Sean, I just want to give you a heads up here, and we're talking to Sean Jones, my guest here on The Movement. Um, I, now, obviously, we're talking about your brother had a more difficult time dealing with the divorce, but would you say, other than him, you know, getting a little physical with you, did you have some good times with your brother? Like, did were there times where, hey, bro, hey, sis, were, you, were there times you were okay, and then it would just flare up? Was it all bad? Was it, can you kind of take me through that? How was your, would you say you, you had some good times together with your brother? My brother and I were never close. He, um, and he, yeah, he, he just figured that I had it easy and he was always resentful. But what he didn't realize is I was the one that would always give in to my mom to Mm -hmm. keep the peace. Right. Um, was he, did he ever get physical with your mom? I'm sorry for the harsh question. Did he ever get physical with your mom? I mean, did, did that ever happen to brother? He tried once and she had her briefcase, those old hard top briefcases. And, uh, he tried mm-hmm. to push her down yes. the stairs and she took that briefcase and clobbered him a good one. And, and he never raised another hand at her. Look at that. Look at that. And that, that learned behavior just when it's passed down, it's, it's just, you know, it's, 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 it's hard to hear about stuff like that. And I appreciate Sean Jones sharing this today here on the movement, 866-472-5795. If anybody wants to share any of their thoughts about what she is speaking of as well, email the show, Shannon at Shannon E. Hughes, the movement.com. Um, Sean, we're about 90 seconds against the break. Um, if you could say one thing to your dad right now, what would it be? You are lost. It was his loss on a on a loving family. It's his loss that he will never get to know his grandchildren. And I just wonder, and this is just me being curious, and I hope I'm not being disrespectful to you, do they ever say to themselves, the people that are have those type of violent tendencies and that kind of sequester themselves from the world. Do they ever feel that this does look, if it's their loss or if it's ever their fault? I've always wanted to ask people that have been on that angle, but it, it just seems like it doesn't, just wasn't meant to be. And it seems like you really knew how to, to deal with it at such an early age, which I tip my cap to you on that. So I really do. Um, Sean, we're going to roll you. right into the break. When we come back, we are, then we're going to transition. We're going to go talking about how your relationship with your mother grew and how she kind of got you to start being the entrepreneur that you are now. We're going to start rolling into what your business, your successful business is. So when we come back, we will continue this wonderful interview with my guest, Sean Jones, CEO of Network Together, here on The Movement, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, every Wednesday. We will be right back on The Movement right after this. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. 
Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. Call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com il. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795 or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you. 866-472-5795 is the toll-free number to reach the movement. I'm Shannon D. Hughes, your host, and we are with my guest, Sean Jones. If you've heard the first part of this interview and you want to hear all of the past interviews, there's several ways you can get a hold of that. You can go to the the show's website, shannondhughes-themovement.com, or you can also go here, Voice America, and check in on the Influencers channel, and you can pull up all the past episodes and this episode, which will be available a little bit later this evening. And also you can go to Stitcher as well. And you can also listen to this episode and all the other past episodes on iTunes as well. I told Sean during the break uh, that I was blown away by this first half hour. So uh, it's just been um, to say that you have gone through a movement in your life would probably be an understatement song. So let's, let's move a little bit forward. So now, you you briefly talked about it. You know, you already had your son. He met his his grandfather. But back up just a little bit. Talk about when you decided to kind of be an entrepreneur. You know, your mom went into real estate. Talk about what that shift was like. What did that paradigm shift? Talk about what Sean, what made Sean want to do it and how she got going and how mom played an influential part on that. Okay. Well, actually, I started my first business when I was eight years old. I knew early on. (laughs) Yes, eight years old, Mm -hmm. I had a local car wash route. And back then in the 80s, uh, remember the old, big old Broncos? Everybody had those big, massive SUVs. Mm -hmm. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) So I, I had my little route. I used to charge $10 a vehicle to wash it. 
And you. I remember telling my, my parents that I wanted to, I wanted my own little business so I could have my own money because I wanted to buy things that I wanted, whether it be clothes or whatever it happened to be. I knew then that I wanted my own money and I didn't want it to be dependent on my parents. Right. So that's when I got my first itch. <laughs> Good. Now, uh, were your parents very supportive of you doing this? They were. Um, both my mom and dad were glad. Um, my dad would help bring out the ladders because, again, eight years old and those big Broncos were like mammoth creatures to me. And right. he would help me get out the ladder and I'd do my little route. <laughs> wow. Now, did you do all this yourself or did you have a little crew with you? How did Sean handle all this? Did you kind of like, did you wash the cars yourself? Did you have any help with you? Did you have any in your neighborhood friends or was it just all Sean? It was all me. I mean, at eight years old, most kids are still wanting to play Barbies and whatever toys that they have back then. And while I did that, I wanted to work. So I would vacuum and I would detail out the vehicles and it was all me. Wow. When your mom went into real estate, now, now, so that was, no, she went into real estate, so we were older. So that was down the line. Was there... So when, when you got older and your mom went into real estate, were you, well, let me ask this, did you kind of, do you think Sean may have influenced her mom a little bit? Did the, did the divorce influence her to go do that or was it a little bit of both? And how did you see your mom when she started to kind of go and do her thing for herself? Well, um, she, she told me that we needed to, to pull together and grab hands right. um, in order mm-hmm. to make it work. And so it was just kind of a given. I mean, she was in real estate. It helped put food on the table. And and uh, so I would help her and I would go shopping. And I had my own little business suits at age 13. And um, she would have me come into the office. She'd pick me up from school and I would print out all of her expired listings. She taught me how to mm-hmm. cold call uh, expired listings and schedule appointments for her because I couldn't talk real estate, but I could talk about getting them to schedule an appointment with her. And then right. she would have me do um, mailing campaigns and the other real estate agents started contracting me to do stuff. So if they had like mass mailing, I would put all the postage and whatever they needed done together and they would pay me and I would help show properties with my mom um, while she would still get out of the vehicle and talking to the potential buyers, I would go in and open up the home, turn on all the lights, make sure all the blinds were open. And then as she was leaving the property, I would go behind and close everything up. So all she had to do was focus on the buyers. I did all the other okay. stuff. Was that fun for you? I love I thought it was like, you know, who, who doesn't like to wear a good suit at age 13? <laughs> I mean, I had little high heels and everything. I thought this was great. It was like Barbie, you know? <laughs> wow. That, that's and, awesome. Uh, but I, I learned how to how to talk to people. Um, I wasn't mm-hmm. obviously, I mean, they knew that I was young in age, but I couldn't act like a kid. I had to, I had to learn skills and mm-hmm. it's proven to be quite effective, you know, later on in life. And I've right. definitely no fear of the phone or talking. I, I try to tell everyone I have a shy bone, but they just don't buy into it. I don't need to stop it. I'm just and, telling you, but go ahead. <laughs> 
<laughs> I mean, it, it was it was a great experience, um, one that I'm so thankful for. And she she mm-hmm. didn't teach herself; she was self taught. Um, you know, she went into real estate not knowing; she just knew that she had to put food on on the table. And what was interesting is when my dad said that she would she, without him she would be standing in that welfare line. Six months into her real estate career, she went out and bought a brand new top the line Acura Legend. Oh, excuse me. Excuse yep. me. Go mom. I love it. I um, love it. Yes. It, it, seems, it seems like, it seems like from what I'm hearing, you can correct me, please. Sean mm-hmm. went into business because she wanted to. Mom went into business because she had to. And it just seemed like it kind of worked together between the two of you two came, became a pretty good team. Yes. Yes. She, she awesome. taught me a lot. Um, and I, I mean, you can't, you cannot go to school and pay for the degree that I had. Right. 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 There are some degrees you just can't pay for. Isn't that right, Shalon? I mean, it's just, there's just some things you just have to kind of learn on the fly and life will teach you some lessons that no college will ever be able to give to you. That's Sean Jones. She is the CEO of Network Together. She is my guest today here on The Movement. 866-472-5795 if you have any questions for Sean. Okay, Sean. So talk about now. So now we were a little older now. So now talk about, so let's get past the car washing and things of the nature. What was Sean's next thing? What was Sean doing next? Oh, gosh. Okay. So real estate took a dive back in the 90s. Right. Well, I remember. Mom had to... <laughs> So my mom had to figure out something else. I was still in high school, so she bought a cleaning company. It was not legally ran. It was uh, no, they were all independent contractors. And I was the first kid in school to have permission to carry the old, remember the old block brick cell phones, those ones that were so big they looked like a brick? I'm afraid to I say yes, I do remember because I'm telling my age, but yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and had permission to go answer the phone and conduct business in the hallway. So when my mom got out of real estate, she took over the cleaning company, and we had to um, staff it up. I had to learn how to talk about cleaning jobs and bid square footage and residential and commercial, and and I learned about scheduling and payroll and HR and everything that goes along with it. I learned how to interview. I learned how to conduct exit interviews. <laughs> wow. And that, wow. Yeah. Wow. And, that, so, I mean, that, and, this, and this, so this was when you're about in your, what, 20s or so? Oh, no, I was still in high school. You were still in high school doing all of this. Oh, my God. you got to be kidding me. Nope. I, wow. Matter of fact, I wasn't even old enough to drive yet. My mom would pick me up from school and take me to the office, and I would work. And I, I mean, and I was hiring our employees that we had. And wow. they, they had an idea that I was younger, but they, we never discussed how young I was. And right. I, before school, I would do work, and then I'd go off to school, and and if I had to take a call, I would just excuse myself from the classroom, and like I said, I would talk to a client on the phone. <laughs> Oh my God! I want—I know that I know that was when you were in high school. I would I so have, would have wanted to be like you if I had known you were doing that. That is, that is amazing. Um, we've got about two minutes before the break, Sean. So, 
So let's, okay, so let's go a little bit more forward. So now you're doing all of this. So now this song, what does Sean do next? Or what does mom do next? Take me what happened after that, after the cleaning business. Well, we, well, um, we had that for years, even when I was in my 20s, had about 280 employees and we wound mm. up selling everything. And wow. moved to, I moved to Arizona, opened up a few mm-hmm. businesses, and also became a foster parent. Look at that. Well, I guess my next question is, what don't you do? But please don't answer that. That's just a rhetorical question. God, that is, that's amazing. <laughs> um, wow. So, uh, actually, let me just throw this question at you real quick before we go to the break. So, when you got to Arizona, um, was it... Um, did you just jump right in? Was it a bit of a, you know, lifestyle change? Did you, or did you just, you know, you know, put boots to the ground and just get going? What was that like after you picked up and moved? What was talk? Talk me through that. I decided I was going to work for corporate America, okay, and, and? Um, had a journey, and decided that working for somebody else was not where I was meant to be. But you knew that a long time and ago, didn't you? <laughs> I did, but you know, the, the thought of having a paycheck and knowing that you don't have to, you know, scratch for it, you know, that was right. kind of appealing. Wow, you mean I, it comes with benefits? Wow. <laughs> I get to turn off at 5 o'clock? Wow. <laughs> wow. That's amazing. That is amazing. You are listening to the amazing Sean Jones, a.k.a. Wonder Woman. She is the CEO of Network Together. Here on the movement every Wednesday, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific. Again, if you have any calls for this wonderful woman, 866-472-5795. That's 866-472-5795. You can email the show, Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes. That's the movement.com. Shannon at Shannon D. Hughes. That's the movement.com. Sean, we are up against the break. I This is the least favorite part of the show is, going into the last break because it really goes by really quick. But when we come back, I want to break down all of your businesses and all the things you do and how people can reach out to you and things of that nature when we come back from the break, if that's okay with you. So we will be right Mm -hmm. back with my guest, Sean Jones, here on The Movement. Again, 866-472-5795. We will be right back right after this. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Is your credit card processor for your business charging you high processing rates? Do you need an upgrade of your current credit card processing terminal and would like it for free? Let North American Bank Card lower those processing rates and qualify you for a free brand new credit card processing terminal. Call Shannon for a free statement analysis, 708-887-0795, or email Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com. If your life needs some structure and direction, you may need a life coach. Interested? Contact Shannon at sdhughesenterprises at gmail.com for a free 30-minute consultation. Trying to find a buyer for your home? Tired of paying fees and commissions? Need to get out of your home quickly with no fuss? Real market experts can help. Get a cash offer on your home today. Our nationwide network of investors will ensure you receive the best price for your home in Chicago and the Chicagoland area. Get started now. 
call 1-800-SELL-NOW or 708-887-0795. You can also visit our website at realmarketexperts.com slash IL. We don't follow, we lead. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. You are listening to The Movement. To reach the show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. If you'd rather send an email or if you are looking to be a sponsor for The Movement, contact the show via email to Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. That's Shannon at ShannonDHughes-TheMovement.com. We'd love to hear from you final segment of the movement here. I am Shannon D. Hughes, and we are speaking with my guest, Sean Jones. So now we're going to talk kind of present day. And I want Sean, because she is, I called, and on the promos I put out there, I called her the queen of networking. And um, Sean, you had said something, I don't know if you remember saying this, but we met in uh, Arizona. You had said something I thought was very profound. And that was, we were talking about networking, and you had said, and I don't know if you remember this, you said, Networking is not just handing out a business card. And I was like, boom. Like, they always, everybody tell you to have a business card. <laughs> but you said that, and I got to be honest with you, I was a little embarrassed because I thought that's what it was until you broke it down and you actually broke it down for everybody. So I want you to break down what networking is to you and what are some of the pitfalls that people deal with because that's what you do. I want Sean to speak on it. Okay. Well, networking, true networking, um, is meant to be genuine. It's about taking the time to build a relationship. Um, Our philosophy is when you build a relationship, you bring the communities together, and the commerce is Mm going to follow right behind it. So what does that really mean? It's about getting to really know people. What's their passion? What drives them? What are their needs? How can we help? When you put others first, it will come back to you. Um, You know, I've been Mm -hmm. networking for years before the terminology was even there. It was, oh, you have a need? Well, guess what? I know somebody. I'm giving them my thumbprint of approval. I know that they're going to take care of you as if I was doing it myself. And that's what true networking is about. It's not about going to an event, getting a business card, and sending out the proverbial email that follows. Anybody can do that. And nowadays, everybody is so focused on sending out those emails that a lot of them don't even get opened. People, about 30% of people, don't even check their news feeds on social media. You still Uh need to do the in-person relationship building and the good old-fashioned pick up the phone call and phone and call somebody. And I think not only that, I think another thing is, and you know this is in business, um, there's also power in the follow-ups, and I think that's also part of networking as well. I think you would agree. Oh, yes. You know, networking, um, it, it's like your spouse. If you don't continuously check in with your other half and, hey, how's it going? How was your day? You know, ask those questions. Eventually, that relationship is going to break down. Your communication is going to disappear. And that's the same Mm -hmm. thing in networking. If you're not continuously checking in and being top of mind, there's somebody that's going to move right in behind you and take your spot. Right. 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 Because everybody's coming. So it's... 
it waits for nobody. I agree. Um, so, Sean, let's talk mm-hmm. about your businesses and break down everything and anything you got coming up. Please tell us the name of your business and all, tell us everything about what you do, Sean. Okay. Well, I have sold all my companies. So right now, um, my I actually married into the company that I'm with. Uh, my husband, okay. Robert Jones, is the founder of Network Together. And okay. Network Together has been around since '09, And we actually met through networking. I was a speaker at one of his mm. meetings. And that's how okay. we met. And then I wound up proposing to Robert. <laughs> <laughs> Wish I had him on this call. I would love to confirm that story. So, <laughs> so you all married t- t- together. And tell us what you guys do together. How do you all... Because you, I, over the last couple of months, I've seen you everywhere now, and I'm like, look at Sean. She's just out there doing her networking. So tell us what you do. You kind of just help people foster relationships. You bring things together. Tell, tell us what you what you do. Okay, so as an organization, we host more than a thousand opportunities every year for people to come together to build business, okay. whether it's business to business or business to community. And we have five pillars. We create public speaking opportunities. We have a focus of serving our youth. Uh, we believe that kids are our future, so we actually bring them in and so they can learn how to talk, how to speak, how to sell, and understand about different types of businesses and different types of opportunities. Mm-hmm. We provide community service um, because, again, goes back to that, you have to give back. We've raised money for junior diabetes. We've done coat drives. We do a ton of different things all throughout the year, not just on the major holidays that are twice a year. We do it nonstop. Um, We do networking meetings, um, whether they're events, there's chapter meetings, there's masterminds. It's about making, um, getting those referrals, passing referrals, and how do you do that? So we have our, our foundation. In our industry, we're the only one that offers public speaking on large stages to small stages. Um, We do personal and business development. Uh, We serve our youth, our community. We're the only organization out there in our community out in Arizona that does what we do. A traditional networking group is one where you show up every week and it's one per industry, and you just pass a referral jar around, and you put your referrals for, I, I need a plumber, here's a plumber for you. We uh-huh. do so much more. It's really about developing the entrepreneur. That is awesome. That is awesome. All right, Sean, we've got about three minutes before we close out the show. I want you to give out how mm-hmm. people can contact you, if you don't mind. And after you give out that information, please share an inspirational message with the rest of the the Movement Nation, if you don't mind, please. Okay. If you're interested in Network Together, you can visit us online at networktogether.net. That's networktogether.net. Or call me at 602-228-0907. 602-228-0907. And my advice to anyone who's listening Never take no for an answer. No's are just another opportunity for a different direction. Stay persistent and consistent. I love it. And again, Dan, and I just want to say thank you so much. 
oh, you're thanking me. You need to stop. You're, you're the, I should have asked you what you don't do. That would have probably been a shorter answer. I loved everything you gave to the audience today. <laughs> but let me give out the information again. So you're, that's net, networktogether.net. You're also on Facebook, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, at Network Together. And you're on Instagram and LinkedIn as well. And that number again right. was 602-228-0907. That's 602-228-0907. And if anybody... Uh, missed this information. The, the replay will be up later this evening, so you'll be able to get that as well. And I'll actually post all of that information on social media as well um, so you can get in touch with this powerful woman. I can tell you right now from what I do, we know being speaking and being a speaking coach, I have a feeling in 2019, Sean and I will probably be doing some business together. I actually am looking forward to doing some business with Sean and her husband out there in Arizona. Sean Jones, it was an absolute honor and pleasure and my distinct privilege to have met you back in June and to have you come on the show and just be as transparent as you were. It, it's hard for a lot of people, but as you and I were chatting during the break, when we don't talk about it, it, it the things that we go through that are trying times, that's when more damage is done. And you have just, yeah. you know, you've taken your scars, but you can show your scars and show everybody that you can overcome it. And you have definitely created a movement in your life. And thank you for your movement. And thank mm -hmm. you for being a part of mine today. Sean Jones, thank you for being a guest on the movement today. Thank you, Shannon. It's my pleasure. That's it, my friends. Uh, another wonderful show. Again, we have 34 days left in 2018. You heard Sean talk about everything she went through. She's constantly moving, as you heard through this, throughout this entire interview. And you can also make more movements to, to the end of this year. You do not have to wait till 2019 to start moving. There's a time to be still, and there's a time to move. And the Lord I serve, and the one I pray to, tells me when to be still and when it's time to move. And I can tell you right now, if you look out there right now, there are plenty of movements out there around the world. Which one do you belong to? Sean has her own. I don't have mine. Which one do you have? That's it. See you guys next week, 2 p.m. Eastern, 11 a.m. Pacific, here on the Influencers Channel at voiceamerica.com. Thank you very much. I love you all. There's nothing you can do about it. Talk to you next week. Thank you for joining us for The Movement. Your host, Shannon D. Hughes, invites you to tune in again for another edition next Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific Time. That's 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Find out what's happening.